Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Oh, All right. Hello. Oh my God. This is so many things. What is this? Oh, here it is. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. This fucking piece of paper. Okay. Welcome to your Friday. You are listening to Crooked News, where we bring you crazy news, hilarious history, and the occasional listener story. Whoop, 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 whoop. And when this releases, it is around Primo, Halloween. Primo. Yeah. October time Halloween. Yeah. Yay! Happy Halloween. Uh, Happy Semaine. Happy, Happy Day of the Dead. Happy Day of the Dead. Happy everything in between. We love you and we love this month and we love fall and we're so excited. And it had better fucking feel like fall by the time this oh drops. Oh my god. If it is still 100 degrees in this fucking state at <laughs> Sawin, I am moving. F- <laughs> I'm moving. I'm done. I'm, I'm fucking done. done. I'm done. <laughs> I will flip so many tables and destroy so many pumpkins. It's not even funny. So, <laughs> smashing pumpkins. <laughs> so many smashing pumpkins. Yes. <laughs> that band will be real. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Okay. Well, I've I'm got. I'm so excited for Kay and I. Kay's going to come to the Halloween party, that the Sawin party that we're going to do. This mm. year, we we talked about this in a couple of episodes, but like we're really trying to like have intention with our decorations and things like that, and like yeah. really, like make this season really memorable and really like meaningful. So yeah, and this will be the first yes. Halloween that we've like actually celebrated together, and so yeah, it's gonna it's Same gonna name. be really good. I I feel good about it. I do too. I think it, I think our spirits are aligned, and it'll be nice to celebrate that together just just really good like i nailed down the menu earlier today and like my my friends are just really into really making this a a good and traditional holiday with like a tiny bit of cheesiness thrown in in the form of like really cool cocktails but like other than that it's like they found some really cool rituals for us to do that are just about like letting go of the pat because Samhain if you guys don't know like is um basically just like wiccan new year's so Mm -hmm. it's about as opposed to like resolutions, it's about letting go of the past. Yes. And honoring those who have passed, which is really beautiful. And so it's it it's just gonna be really cool. Like we're gonna we're gonna write things down on pieces of paper that we need to let go of and, and, and burn, burn them in fire and And we need bay leaves beautiful- for that. Yeah, and like make beautiful masks out of leaves and sticks and like <laughs> eat delicious food and drink delicious cocktails and it's 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 going to be so good and we're going to have an altar that honors the people who have left and it it's just going to be a really beautiful celebration. I'm really excited about it. Me too. I'm I'm really really excited. So excited. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> ah! I can't wait. It's going to be so great. Like, Yay. it's it's getting me through. <laughs> it's getting me through the next month and a half. <laughs> Just knowing that I have Sawin to look forward to is getting me through the next month and a half. I'm so stressed. Oh. But anyway, so I'm so happy that you guys are joining us for this beautiful fall season. Yes. Pumpkin spice everything. And yay. I don't give a shit. I'm a basic bitch. I love pumpkin spice. Yeah, me too. Everyone can suck a dick. Guys, it's coming up on a year since we finally started making final plans to move along with this podcast. Oh my god! Ah! That's so crazy! I know. That's true, because you were like, hey, you want to do a 
podcast together and i was like let me get like settled in my new job (laughs) it was like and it was three months of me coming home and watching netflix (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh we tried to do yeah we try we tried to do a youtube channel and um as you guys can tell we just like talking we don't like having people look at us Um, no i don't want to get ready yeah (laughs) so much work yeah (laughs) and most of the time we sit here in our bras and and pj pants and or nothing yeah or just (laughs) nothing or neither of those things and because it's fucking a thousand degrees in kentucky here and my house is not insulated so (laughs) (laughs) i'm so excited i just love you so much it's gonna be so fun like Kay's gonna come and do readings for us and then we're gonna just like eat and just enjoy the festivities it's gonna be so fun and enjoy each other's company and just go into the new year with new friends all of each other's companies with new new friends new 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 intentions and just fun times Mm because like my friends are amazing so yeah it's, it's just gonna be so fun i'm really excited I'm so excited. Oh, me too. <laughs> I can't wait. Are you ready for some fun stories? Yes. All Tell me everything. Right. All right. So I know ah! that we wanted to go Halloween style. I've got yes! two that kind of fit that bill. And then I've got one that's completely off the walls that I wanted to do <laughs> because we had a really heavy episode tonight. And I yeah, wanted us fair. to fucking be 12 and laugh. Yeah, so <laughs> I love being twelve. It's my favorite thing. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I chose it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but we are gonna start with something that's kind of crazy that's just, going on right now. I just dumped wine down my chin. What? I just dumped wine down my chin. Uh, good job. Onto my shirt. <laughs> it was it was sexy. Oh yeah, I bet. I'm so sorry I missed it. I'm really sad that you missed it. <laughs> You're missing me sucking wine out of my shirt from my tits right now. Oh my god, me. <laughs> I don't want to waste the alcohol. No, no. <laughs> so All right, continue. So what day is Halloween, Carrie? The thirty first of October. How long has that been in effect? A long time, but it's basically just been the end of fall and beginning of winter. It's the harvest season, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, For thousands of years that's been the pagan New Year. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so there's a petition <laughs> to move what? Halloween. Oh, Jesus Christ. To, Jesus Christ. Yep. To the last Saturday of October. What? And it's almost got 100,000 signatures. What? Okay. Okay. So, I... I mean, you know what, though? Like, I kind of get it because... I do, Halloween too. should fall on a Saturday. Um, As far as, like, trick-or-treating goes, that makes sense. Trick-or-treating, honest, I get honest, it. Honest to God, that makes sense. Yeah. But let's and not Halloween do... should fall on a Saturday as far as, like, let's have a party this day and, and let's, like, take time together. Like... That makes sense. I mean, Thanksgiving always falls on a Thursday. Yeah. It's always the last Thursday of November. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yes. And I, and I get that. And I I get the, yeah, I get the trick or treating on a Saturday and like having parties (laughs) on that Saturday, but the holiday itself, 
is on the 31st for a reason. That is fair. That is true, too. It is and, the thinning of the veils, and, and, and we don't have control over that as humans. Yeah, so. yeah, no. We can't just, <laughs> that's not something we can just move. So You can't just mess with that. So I do line up. Yeah. Things line up on that day. Yeah. And I do get moving the trick or treating. I think that's how this should have been worded. Um, Yeah. Trick or treating should be the last the last Saturday of October. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Just like even for just like safety reasons. Yeah. And and that's what this article gets into. And I'm going to get into that as well. So uh, there are lots of reasons to hate holidays. Traffic. Awkward family reunions, expensive gifts that would wring a tear from anyone's wallet. But if there's one celebration absent from all of this holiday drama, it's Halloween. This is a beautifully written article. I love it. Giving them all the credit. This is from CNN uh, by Aaron Davis and Catherine Dillinger. They're both women and they wrote this beautifully. I think that that speaks volumes. (laughs) It's too bad that. (laughs) It's... (laughs) It's too bad that, more times than not, the sugar-laden holiday is set right in the middle of the week when would-be revelers have to get to bed early. True. But there's a petition. And you can't, like, get into your crazy, weird costume that scares scares kids while they knock on your door and get candy. (laughs) Hold on just a second. Okay, sorry. Oh, it's okay. So much phlegm. Okay, I'm back and just murdered my toe. No, no. Ah, God. Don't. What has your toe ever done to you? (laughs) I didn't mean to. Don't, don't murder your toe. God, I think it's actually bleeding. Um. Oh my God, are you okay? Yeah, I just I stubbed it really hard on this floor that I'm not used to. Shit, it really hurts. Um. Are you actually bleeding? Uh, no, I just checked it. It's fine. It just looked really red. Um, okay. Oh, woo! It's been a fun week. Yeah, I can barely <laughs> breathe. That hurt really bad. Um, woo! Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm in a lot of pain. Um, okay. It'll be okay. You can you can do it. Yeah. All right. So, um, but there's a petition aiming to change that. This time, instead of demanding justice for ASAP Rocky or storming Area 51, it's lobbying to bump Halloween from October 31st to the last Saturday of the month. Um, The petition, launched last year by the nonprofit Halloween and Costume Association, argues that moving the date of Halloween will lead to a safer, longer, stress-free celebration. The association, yeah, and and I get it. Um, I get that. And those of us who want to celebrate a different kind of holiday because we don't have kids yet, like we, I mean, you can celebrate whenever. Like we're mm-hmm. we're celebrating the second of November this year, so yeah. you know, it's it's whatever. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, I do agree that it it would be much safer if it was on a Saturday. Yeah. In a in in a um in a control. I think the environment. Oh my god, fuck! I just keep burping like chronically. <laughs> okay. Shit. I'm gonna. Um. <laughs> I'm actually gonna get into like their reasonings for this in just a second. 
So let me get yeah. there. Um, yeah. That would make so much sense. Yeah. That would make me feel better, like, as a future parent, too. Yeah. Me, too. Um, and knowing that, like, I don't have to stay up late and then, like, go to work the next day. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't know. I, I think that would be really nice. Yeah. Uh, as far as tradition goes, that, like, rankles with me, but I, I do get it. Yeah. That, that's logical. Yeah. I get moving the trick-or-treating, <clears throat> but I, I yes. just don't like moving the holiday. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. holiday I'm, I'm still needs there. to stay on the 31st. The holiday stands. The holiday stands. <laughs> and those of us who celebrate in our own way mm-hmm. um, get to keep it that way, yeah. you know? And federal, federally recognized or not, like, we yeah. know where it is. And yeah. safety-wise for the children, we need to keep it for the pop culture <laughs> you know, that Halloween has become. Yeah. I, I, I think that's smart. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, this says, uh, the roots of Halloween are a lot deeper than Party City commercials might have you believe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Halloween, <laughs> an abbreviation for All Hallows' Hallows Eve, originated as a pagan festival celebrated by the Celts thousands of years ago. Celts. Uh, some people say Celts, some say Celts. It's Celts. But it's Celts. We'll, we'll go with Celts. <laughs> <laughs> Celts. Um, as part of Samhain, a celebration of summer's end, people went souling. They'd go from door to door asking for soul cakes or food and drink in exchange for a song, dance, or prayer. Yay! We're going to have soul cakes Yay! Halloween. Yay, I will help you make them. Cakes. Soul cakes and uh, mulled wine. I found these really awesome, like, pumpkin soul cakes, and I found this really awesome recipe for Ooh. mulled wine. Oh, yay. So, it's going to be so good, you guys. I'm going to have to bring my uh, recipe <clears throat> for, like, this um, winter tea that my mom Ooh, and I made. Yes! It's yes! We make it every year. It smells up the whole house. It's amazing. Oh my god! Yes, Kay. Yeah, come help me cook for okay, real. Okay, I will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I promise. Okay. Um, I just I think that that's a really sweet tradition that they went souling. It is. Um, yes, I love that. I wish we would go back to that instead of just the trick or treat. I would like to have the songs and dance and prayers and you know, it just it gets well, me. It's just it's been made a mockery of. Yeah. I mean that's. That's the way where that's the world we live in now, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Anything that's not, <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Fuck. Uh, okay. Hang on just a second. <clears throat> I have so much phlegm. Okay, <laughs> so um, anything that's not like strictly Christian based has been made kind of a mockery of, and mm-hmm. anything that celebrates our actual ancestors and the the uh, the celebration of nature, and I mean, like. Samhain is not Samhain is not what a lot of people think that it is like it is a seller it, it's a it's an acknowledgement of the people that have it's very I don't know sorry like I know I'm starting my sentence 7,000 times but like it, it it's very similar to Dia de los Muertos which mm-hmm. is a celebration of those which is the Hispanic holiday that's that's celebrated at the time of Halloween which is an acknowledgement of those who have passed mm-hmm. and um it's a really beautiful holiday of like making an altar of um with, with with pictures of the people who we've lost and acknowledging them and thinking of them and then also letting go of our own um 
trying to think of the right word, letting go of our own, not, not so much resolutions. It's, it's different than a new year's resolution. I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. You know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. though? Like it's, it's, um, something that's holding you back in your, from your past that you want to let go. And I mean, it's, it's new years for, for, for Wiccans and Pagans. And it, it, it's just not, it's not like, you know, it's not a, it's not an altar filled with sacrifices and like goat skulls and like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like sacrificing baby animals. Like it, it's a, it, it's purely about like letting go of the past, moving forward with your life and acknowledging and paying your respect to those who you've lost. Exactly. And it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and it's been kind of adapted and turned into because this is a time of the year that like the veil between the worlds tends to thin Mm -hmm. it and because of the like whole mask thing like that's what we're gonna make our own masks but we're not gonna do costumes yeah we're gonna do like like we're gonna dress so that we're comfortable like in like (laughs) probably flannels and jeans like let's be real (laughs) or if it's gonna be a thousand degrees still we're gonna dress like witchy and it's gonna be really cool but like yeah like you know like we're we're gonna make our own masks and 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 that's just in the tradition and the vein of like demons and ghosts walked among us Mm -hmm. and it's to hide your identity so that you aren't taken back to the afterlife with the spirits you know like it's not and that's still in fun today you know like it's we know that that's not going to happen but it's 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 one of those things yeah you know that 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 they took the rest of the world took that aspect of it and turned it into commercialism made it a mockery yeah and and that's not it, it i don't know it's just been kind of turned upside down yeah and that's that's not this holiday is really beautiful and and really sacred, and I'm just really excited that we get to celebrate, celebrate it together. It, yeah, celebrate it in its in its pure form, mm-hmm. and um, those of us who do know what it is can can still celebrate it. And you know, and uh, sorry, I've completely derailed your se- segment again. But like, this is hold something on. that we've talked hold, about. Hold on, just a second. Either. Okay. Yeah, Axel is going crazy. I think he needs to go potty real quick. Okay. And he's not going to stop until I take him out. Hold on. Yeah. No, you're good. But anyway, like, it's not... I forgot my train of thought. Like, where was I? Uh, Celebrating Sam Hain in pure form. Samhain. Samhain. It's It's Gaelic. Yeah. Um, it's, um, It's just not... I don't know. It's just not what people... It's it's not the satanic thing that people think that it is. Like it's yeah. it's it, it's it's really pure and um cleansing even if it's not I don't know. Like I think that's more like the description I just gave. Like I I think that's more religious mm-hmm. than the weird satanistic thing that Christianity has slapped on top of it to be honest with you. <clears throat> I I find it really beautiful. So I I don't know why this is the one holiday that Christianity hasn't thought to like slap on top of a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I guess that's that's why they think it's satanic, but it, it's it's really not. I I just think it's beautiful and yeah. I'm really excited. So, anyway. Me too. Um and I 
<laughs> I'm looking at the word Samhain, and it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-N. Samhain. Yeah, it's... You're correct. Yeah. It is Gaelic, though. <laughs> yeah. And so Which it's pronounced it no Samhain. And yes. that confuses me. <laughs> yes, but, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so I was totally talking about the same thing. Just, um, yeah. Uh, just not in the correct pronunciation. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, you okay? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, no, you're good. Seth is trying to figure out a date for us on Friday night. Yay! Yeah. How cute! I know. What are? But put your phone down and uh, let's record this. I, I am. <laughs> Sorry, it was just buzzing really loud, and I know, that's I where you're coming from. That was weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so how does moving a date make the spooky holiday safer? In theory, it would mean Halloween would kick off during daylight hours and not interfere with yeah. work or school schedules. Yes. Um. So. I agree. After its rallying cry, the petition lists safety tips for both parents and partiers. One of them being uh, carry a flashlight, like get on, grab a clip on light if mm-hmm. they, if you don't want to carry a flashlight, um, because children are more than twice as likely to be hit by a car and killed on Halloween. That's fair. So, yeah. Yeah, especially like in my area, like where everyone like everyone comes to my area. I'm not in a neighborhood, but there's a neighborhood literally like six feet down the road for me uh-huh. no one comes to my house but um they they go to the neighborhood that's like really nice right next to us uh-huh. and um like uh halloween and beachmont is like a huge a huge deal so like they all like everyone from the surrounding areas comes to this area and they just like kind of drop their kids off and yeah park their cars or you know whatever and and let them go mm-hmm. and because everyone's like boom 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 yeah like a neighbor like as a neighborhood is which the rest of the fucking world understands but you you know mm-hmm. I, in in the area where i live most people live like a mile away from their neighbors so yeah. it's it, it and not in neighborhoods it's literally like okay house and then field <laughs> yeah and then house and then field you know <laughs> so yeah. it's it, it it's not like that and and so that would make me feel so much better as a future parent of like, yeah, I can drop my kid off and they'll be safe because everyone knows that right now it's trick or treat time Mm -hmm. as opposed to it being like a Wednesday night when people are like trying to get to church or trying to get to such and such or, you you know, like it's a Saturday night. It's the last Saturday of October and everyone knows that people are out trying to get candy. Yeah. So from this time to this time to drive slowly, you know, like, I don't know that just, I like that. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. So at least for trick or treating. I, I like I like that. Yeah, I do. And, and I the do rest too. of us the rest of us can have our Halloween parties or our whatever parties on that day too. And mm. I don't know. I just I like it. Because Halloween isn't one of those like you get off and get paid kind of days. So like yeah. a lot of people don't think about like, oh, I can have my party whenever day. No, it has to be this day. Mm-hmm. And it happens to be a fucking Monday night. You know, like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're having ours on the second, but I'll, not everyone thinks that way. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I just, I like it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I kind of like it. I, I like moving the trick-or-treating. I, I just, I didn't like moving the whole holiday like we would That's Thanksgiving, you know. That's fair. 
So, because um, it, it's an equinox and yeah. that's important. So, yes, yeah, I get that. <laughs> There's a reason it's on that day. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, this next one, um, um, I understood the assignment, I misunderstood oh, it a no. tiny bit. <laughs> But you know what? It still fucking okay. works. So okay. um, this is from CBR.com by L.D. Nolan. Uh, it was okay. published on May 3rd, 2019. So pretty recent. Um, That's very recent. Yes. Yeah. Teen dressed as Spider-Man. Costume. Uh, reportedly <laughs> lures. Beats up pedophile. <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, Spidey. Yes. Um, <laughs> a teenager in Brazil is said to have lured and beaten up a suspected pedophile while dressed as Marvel Comics' Spider-Man. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, don't be a vigilante, but also, like, that's... This is awesome. incredible. Yeah. And hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Brazil's, um, A Tribuna reports police arrested the 15-year-old boy who had pretended to be a 14-year-old girl on Tinder after beating the man whose age was not disclosed up in a park at night. Oh my god! (laughs) The suspected pedophile was taken to the hospital and later to the police to give a statement. Uh, according to... (laughs) According to Twitter's Ocean... Oceania? Maybe? Um, who... Oceania? How do you spell it? Ocean Y I A. Uh, oh, fuck. Oceania. 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 That person. Um, oh, that's very. That's very 1984. That's a little yeah. scary. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Who translated the article? Our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man over here packed two pocket knives and two retractable tonfas, along with oh, a bladed shit. brass knuckle. <laughs> what? Oh my god! Wild. I mean, I guess that's fair considering he was just a human, not yeah. being ri- bitten by a radioactive spider and imbibed with the powers of a spider. Yeah. He handed oh, a flash shit. drive to the police containing chat logs with the pedophile. Oh my um, god! <laughs> it's not clear at this time what legal action has been taken against either the teen or the man suspected of being a pedophile. Their names were not mentioned in the article. Good. Yeah, so I thought that that was pretty cool, and awesome. (laughs) I it's a little bit of a misunderstand. I gotcha. Yeah, just a little bit, but he dressed up, so it counted. (laughs) 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 There was a costume involved. It worked. (laughs) It wasn't anywhere near fall, but it was okay. (laughs) No, it was not. Oh my god! It was the end of school. Um, so... Oh, my God. Finally. Okay. This is my favorite fucking thing. And I'm going to preface this by saying one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life is this post that's been going around. And (laughs) this guy, um, he had... He had had so much trouble with the DMV and like he he had inherited this car that he didn't even want and like he was trying to get it registered and had been fighting back and forth with the DMV for months. And I I can attest to that. They're horrible to deal with. Been there. That's fair. The DMV sucks. Okay. So he finally gets the license plate for his vehicle. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) 
Tell me everything. <laughs> and the the number and letter sequence on it was the number eight, letter D, letter X, and then the numbers two, four, seven. Okay. Eight dicks, twenty four seven. And under it, he just goes, thanks, DMV. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> oh, I got a kiss. customers I deal with. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Oh, you want your fucking license? (laughs) Fine. All right. I'll get you your fucking license. (laughs) Eight dicks, 24-7. Done. (laughs) Done. This is your fate. Forever. Or as this British DMV decided... TVLA insists there's nothing wrong with BJ69 number plate. <laughs> BJ69! <laughs> they're just like, no, I don't see the problem, sir. No! And there's a picture of this posted, and the caption is just, this is fine, apparently. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, that makes me so happy. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yes. Those people are just like living their best lives. Yes. Oh my God. They are. They're just like, hmm, I don't see the issue. <laughs> I don't see the issue. Um, what could possibly be the problem. So this article's <laughs> question to you is, would you drive a car with the number plate BJ69? <laughs> so. Yeah. I would. Yeah, me too. Some people are going around with that registration, and the DVLA says it has no plans to change it. The matter came to a head after a customer came forward with their complaints about being offered a van with the license plate. Oh, a van. A van. They have children. If I I drove a van, I would have a little bit of problem. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would sound that would seem a little creepy yeah. <laughs> they re- oh my god they rejected it from a van rental company they rejected it from van rental company vanorama saying it was too rude <laughs> vanorama oh my god that's not real that's crazy apparently it's fucking real <laughs> that's crazy so as oh if we didn't God. know what this meant, and if any of you guys are confused, let's explain it. Chiefs <gasps> at the firm have now contacted the DVLA to raise the issue that BJ, short for blowjob, and <laughs> 69... Like anyone was wondering. <laughs> and 69, a sex position in which couples perform oral sex on each other, was a bit at much... At the same time. <laughs> yes. Was a bit much for some customers. 
Anyone didn't know what these things are. Yeah, and if you don't want to, if you don't know what they are, then you're a terrible person. <laughs> you're awful. <laughs> tell tell you that right now. Uh, give a little. <laughs> give of yourself. <laughs> you get. We get what we receive, or whatever the fuck. We we get we receive what we get or give. I don't I don't know what it means. I'm sorry. I'm really drunk. And oh, I'm I can tell. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> um, this is an unusual situation. Um, because there's a large number of license plates uh, that have been banned by the DVLA for being sexual, discriminatory, or threatening. <laughs> <laughs> Threatening? Uh, yeah. For, oh, jeez. For 2019. Um, I'm not sure. Some of these I don't quite understand. Um, okay. For 2019, some of the band plates included BE19 and BU1. Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, BE what? BE19 and? Uh huh. Okay, yeah, I don't get that. Um,. The one I do understand. O R one nine SMS looks okay. a little too close to orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> I I support that one. That's not threatening. That's just happy. <laughs> Here are some of this year's that didn't make the cut. Okay. B one nine N O B big knob. P one nine F K R for this job. Sorry, continue. P one nine F K R pig fucker. <laughs> um. <laughs> that means he's not. That means he's not. Yep. Just so everyone knows, that means it's he's tiny. <laughs> Steer clear. <laughs> B19 DCK Big, Big Dick, Dick. <laughs> Same thing Steer clear <laughs> Anyone with an actual Big Dick doesn't need to advertise it Nope <laughs> <laughs> They just know And they're fine <laughs> People with tiny dicks feel this need <laughs> Um, place <laughs> Plates that end with Sex, bum, or ass Are automatically excluded <laughs> Bum? Bum. Oh my god. I'm so excited for you to share this with the world. Tell us tell us everything. Yes. Which one ends with bum? <laughs> uh they didn't they didn't make any because they're automatically excluded. Oh, well blows. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> upset. But um I want big bum. Fuck my bum. Fuck my bum. <laughs> Nineteen. <laughs> I bet that was a that was one. B one nine bum, big bum. <laughs> B one nine ass, <laughs> big bum and big ass. All right. Yeah. It sounds like when I did the porn inventory at uh at at Family Video. Oh my God! It does. Big asses twenty seven. <laughs> Big ticks and big asses. <laughs> big titties. 
Big Titties 97. <laughs> Jurassic Cock 29. Harry Twatter. Oh, no. That's a real one. <laughs> I know. There was a Twilight one that's real bad. I oh, my recommend. God. There's also one that's a parody of Dirty Jobs. Highly don't recommend. I just want to watch some of these for research. <laughs> it, it's not It's not great. I want to know great. why. I couldn't tell you, and I've seen them. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I don't get it. It's it's purely for male gratification. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. It's a whole other subject. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my segment. Yay! <laughs> all right. Are you ready? Yep. You ready for mine? Okay. Yes. Cool. I'm really excited about it. Okay. So I, I went down the Halloween route as well. Okay. So mine <coughs> is from um, History Collection. Okay. Um, and it's Centuries of Fear. Six Ooh. superstitions from the Middle Ages. Oh, yay. I wonder if any of these are still, like, around. I'm really excited. That's what I'm saying. I love that. So, um, okay, so we're going to talk about fear of the number 13. Okay. So, the belief that the number 13 is cursed or bad luck largely had a religious reasoning in the Middle Ages. Oh. Um, there were 13 people in attendance. I did not write any of this, by the way. Um, this article was written by the beautiful Stephanie Schopert. Thank you, Stephanie. Yeah, thank you, Stephanie of HistoryCollection.co. All right. Dot so, org. Um, yeah. Dot net. Uh, dot gov. So, um, dot edu. You'll see the actual reference uh, on our website. Okay. So, um, so fear of the number t- 13. So, um, so it had a largest, re- a large, uh, Largely had a religious reasoning in the Middle Ages. Um, there were thirteen people in attendance in attendance at the Last Supper, which is huge. Oh, um, yeah. I didn't think and about that, but yeah, me neither. Never have. And, <gasps> oh, and oh, I'm sorry. Something just clicked from Harry Potter. What? Um, you know, in the third book, where uh, Professor Twilani says the first one who gets up from a table of 13 is like the first one to die or something and remus stands up and he's the first one that dies oh shit and jesus was probably the first one that stood up from the last supper Of that group of people though no dumbledore was oh dumbledore yeah and then yeah sorry dumbledore was the first one and then yeah he stood up he stood up to make room for a twilight whatever her name i can't say her name yeah (laughs) civil trouble yeah <laughs> oh um, that's crazy and then crazy. jesus was probably the first one that stood up at the last supper he okay. was because he got up and washed everybody's feet and fed them and yeah, yeah. okay that just oh, that shit. clicked that's crazy yeah yeah sorry so many things we just like went through <laughs> space and time yeah okay. so uh there were 13 people in attendance at the last supper and mm-hmm. therefore it was believed that 13 people at a gathering was a bad omen mm-hmm. but there's that uh, the superstition became even more pronounced as time went on. Um, since Judas was the first to get up from the table, like you just said, um, mm-hmm. at the Last Supper, and he was the one to kill Jesus, but not really. Uh, he just he was the one to betray Jesus. I'll reword that. Is it um, me, Jesus? Yeah. 
It stood to reason that the first person to get up from the table of 13 would be met with bad luck. Mm -hmm. Many people believed that if a party was held for 13 people, whoever was the first to get up would be dead within the year. Oh. (gasps) Which is what you just said. Oh, man. Yeah. With this superstition, people of the Middle Ages ensured that there would never be 13 people gathered together. In fact... By the 16th century, it was claimed by a person. It was claimed a person was a witch if they had a 13 people. If they had 13 people together. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I'm so not a witch. I'm not a witch. They've dressed me up like this. <laughs> Some witch hunters would claim that they had seen 13 people in a gathering and therefore proved that the witch was working with the devil, which is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. The Christians were not the only ones to fear of 13 with a fear of 13 either. The Romans believed that the number 13 was an omen that foretell that foretold bad luck and death. It's <gasps> crazy. Yep. The Vikings, <clears throat> the Vikings also believed 13 to be an evil number because there was a myth about a banquet held for the 12 gods. Then Loki, the trickster, showed up uninvited and caused the death of one of the more beloved gods oh shit god damn it loki so many things he's my husband though so Mm -hmm. all right seven years bad luck for breaking in a mirror Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm okay The superstition surrounding breaking a mirror did not start in the Middle Ages, but was strengthened by it. Mm. In the 15th century, Venice, Italy, manufactured mirrors for the wealthy. These mirrors were made of glass and backed by silver, which made them (coughs) extraordinarily expensive. Mm -hmm. It was the common belief that if a servant were to break a mirror that they would never be able to repay the owner and would instead have to spend seven years as an indentured servant. Oh, shit. Ah, isn't that crazy? <clears throat> yeah, that's I insane. That yeah. Yeah, I love that one. So, um, <clears throat> oh, shit. Uh, but the fear of breaking a mirror had already been in the culture prior to the Middle Ages. In ancient Greece, it was believed that a person's reflection was a representation of their soul. Ooh. Aww. Which is still kind of deeply entrenched in our belief system. Yeah. At least. Uh, that that mirror, mirrors can be portals and things like that. So yeah, yeah. Um, if the reflection appeared distorted in a bowl of water or in a stream, then it was believed that disaster would strike. Distorting a reflection in any way was believed to harm the to harm the soul. Ooh, which is interesting. I think so. Like fun houses <clears throat> and things like that would be like an aberration. Yeah, you know, like with their like weird curvy mirrors and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So the Romans, which was the next step in Western culture, uh, the Romans believed that breaking a mirror was bad luck, and it was punishable by seven years bad luck. Mm-hmm. Look at that. The Roman, the Romans believed that life came in seven-year cycles, and therefore breaking a mirror would mean that a person would have to wait to be renewed after seven years. Yeah, well, I mean... Technically, they were kind of right. Our taste buds change every seven years. Our yeah. family, our friendships tend to change every seven years. You know, normally once you've been friends longer than seven years, you're good. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, our life cycles kind of 
go in seven years. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's so crazy. Mm -hmm. So um, some beliefs held that if a person was ill, they could break a mirror and suffer the seven years bad luck, after which they would be renewed and healthy again. Mm. Which is interesting. Um, There were even some remedies to breaking a mirror. Some believe that the bad luck could be washed away by putting the pieces in water and burying them in the moonlight. Others suggested pounding the pieces to dust or leaving the mirror where it broke for seven years before cleaning it up. Oh, no, no, no. Nope. I I don't recommend that. Um, (laughs) Don't recommend that strategy. (laughs) No. um, I'm I'm getting cold chills from that one. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't like it. No, uh, for this for a servant in the Middle Ages, these methods would not spare them the wrath of their master. However, um, in this in the 16th century, a much cheaper way to produce mirrors was found. But by then, the bad omens associated with breaking a mirror were too much a part of the culture, and they persisted. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's insane. I love that shit. All right, number three. Okay, lucky horseshoe. <gasps> All of these are still in our culture. All of them. Yes, I know. I love it. So, hello, Kentucky. (laughs) Uh, Lucky Horseshoe. So, um, there are a few reasons why people of the medieval period believe that horseshoes were lucky. Uh, The first was that they were made of iron, Mm -hmm. a metal that was long believed to ward off evil spirits, which I love Mm -hmm. so much. And I want a pentagram made of iron now (laughs) Um, (laughs) to put on my front door. So, um, uh, you will be burned at the stake where you live. Shut your fucking face. It'll be fine. (laughs) No, I think it would be wonderful. I just. It would be wonderful for me personally. Yeah. People would think I was a witch. You're correct. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The other reason comes from the legend that is told about Saint Dunstan in the 10th century. Ooh. Um, it was said it was said that that Dunstan worked as a blacksmith. Okay. And one day the devil came into his shop. Dunstan pretended not to recognize him and went <laughs> about getting horseshoes for the devil's horse. Me. <laughs> Just ignore the situation. Just uh, comply and don't acknowledge it. All right. <laughs> That's so Midwest of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hello, I'm Satan. However, no. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, I'm just going to get you out. Bye. <laughs> Here's your movie. <laughs> it's free. Don't worry about it. Get out. Get out. <laughs> All right. So, however, instead of nailing the horseshoes to the horse, Dunstan nailed them to the devil instead. Ooh. The horseshoes caused the devil great pain, but Dunstan said well, that he would yeah. Yeah, but Dunstan said that he would only remove them if the devil promised never to enter a home with a horseshoe on the door. The horseshoe was also believed to ward off witches, which is bullshit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if it was, it was believed that the reason why witches rode on brooms was, beca- was because they were unable to ride horses. Oh. Woo! Isn't that neat? That's fascinating. So it was said that a witch would be reluctant to enter any home with a horseshoe over the door. There were rules about horseshoes. The first was that it had to be iron. Mm -hmm. And the second was that it had to have come off the horse on its own and not taken off by a man. Yep, and it needed to be facing up. 
Because if it's upside down, all your good luck drains out. I feel like I feel like that's important too. Like so many people are just like, "Ooh, a horseshoe!" Like I would need to know that it was of this particular spell. Yeah, you know, to war- in order to ward ward off evil. So, mm-hmm. um, the horseshoe would need to be nailed over the door with iron nails. Mm-hmm. Um. There is some debate about the orientation of the horseshoe. Some believe that the horseshoe should point up so as to prevent the luck from spilling out of the horseshoe, as you just said. Mm -hmm. Um, Others believe that it should point down so the luck can be poured upon those who enter the home. So I guess it's kind of a... Who knows? Yeah. I I don't know. I think it's all about intent. That's fair. I agree with you there, for sure. Uh, pretty much everything that I've learned everything from witchcraft is intention. Is intention. Yeah. yeah. That's that's why we're trying really hard to make Samhain really important and, mm-hmm. like, choose our decorations with intention and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, um, make everything really purposeful. Um, horseshoes were also nailed to the masts of sailing ships in the belief that they would help avoid storms. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Sneezing! Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready about sneezing? Yes. Sneezing! All right. Sneezing out the soul. I was sneezing <laughs> out my soul earlier today. So, oh. You know. Uh, one of the most well-known superstitions that is believed to come out of the Middle Ages is the need to say, bless you, mm-hmm. after someone sneezes. There are actually a few different reasons for why sneezing was such a sire situation for those in the Middle Ages. Um, the first and most common being was that it, it was the time of illness and the plague. Yeah. Which is fair. If someone sneezed around me back then, I would murder them. Yeah, I'd be like, mm, okay, you're dead. Just get on the cart. Bye. Bye. I think I'm good for a while. Uh, no, I think you won't. Oh, I'll shut up. You'll be dead. dead before noon. I'll feel happy. <laughs> If a person sneezed, it was a possible sign that they might be the next to die. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. Additionally, there was the belief that sneezing gave the devil the opportunity to enter the body. Yeah, because you lose all control of your body. You yeah. really do. You could die. Um, and therefore, the person who sneezed needed the help of God and the church to get him out. <laughs> Which is kind of hilarious. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> because it's a bodily function. So I'm um, saying, God bless you. But I mean, I, you know. I, it's kind of sweet. Times yeah. and, and, you know, like it's just like an eclipse. Yeah. No one would have believed as to why this was such a pivotal moment in religions mm-hmm. until they actually experienced a, a solar eclipse. Because that shit was fucking creepy. Yeah. You know, so like. As a primitive society, we can understand that. Yeah. Now we know that a sneeze means that there's shit in your nose that needs to come out. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I didn't know that. I thought it like, just kind of happened. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, it's because you've got too much shit up in your nose and it needs to leave. So, um, it, it's it's just one of those things where, like, I just I know that we both believe that that magic is science that we just don't have an explanation for yet Mm -hmm. and vice versa so this just kind of falls into that category for me at least um so uh i lost my place sorry saying god bless you was believed to be a way to keep the devil from entering the body and therefore um occur after a person sneezed and give people the sense that they could do something to help 
since not everyone had access to a doctor. Yeah. Um, there was also the prevailing belief that by a person that by a person could sneeze out their soul. What? That doesn't make any sense. Okay. <laughs> there was also the belief that a person could snail out their sneeze out their soul. <laughs> they could snail out their soul. But snail. Yep. <laughs> Snails in your butt and your soul comes out. So um <laughs> this also counteracted this was also counteracted by a person saying God bless you or covering the face in order to keep the soul in. Mm. Oh, look at that. And keep the germs out of the air. Keep the germs away is the big thing, yes. <laughs> Uh, the superstition was uh, the superstition helped with the spread of disease and illness during a time where there was little way to help people overcome some of the more devastating illnesses. Yeah. Um, since most people were unable to afford contact with a doctor, and most of those doctors were like, "You must be possessed. Let me like put leeches on you and shit, and drink this mercury." Um, oh. <laughs> anything that could be, yeah, anything that could be done to help a person avoid becoming sick or losing their soul was quickly latched onto by the populace. Losing yeah. their soul is really fucking terrifying, so I understand. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, another way that peasants were able to try and get the, get help for their ills was the healing hand of the monarch. Mm-hmm. Which probably wasn't so healing because they were probably covered in syphilis. Oh, um, oh, 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 oh. Because they were fucking everyone. Yeah, I know. Gross. Everything that moved, they were just fucking it. So um, it believed that the monarch was giving healing powers as proof of their divine right. Yeah. Which we've all learned about. We've all learned about divine right. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you don't know what that is, fucking Google it. Um, <laughs> Did you pay attention in grade school history? <laughs> Seriously. And high school and middle school and everything in between. Like yeah. fucking pay attention. Okay. Um, so that was the need as the need for the monarch's touch grew, special coins were created and touched by the monarch. It was believed that these coins, called angels, had the same healing powers as the king. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. That's so crazy. Okay. I don't know this one. This is opposite for me, but mm-hmm. who knows? So, um, spilling salt as a bad omen. Yeah. You know this one? Mm-hmm. If you spill I salt. salt was protective. Uh, if you spill salt, um, like, accident, on accident, yeah, if you do okay. that, it's a bad omen, and you have to, like, spill some in your hand and throw it behind you. And throw it over your shoulder. Okay. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, I've never spilled salt, I guess. So, um, in the Middle Ages, salt was a precious resource. Mm-hmm. It was very expensive, and it was believed to have magical, sorry, medicinal properties. And it does. Yep. By the way. Uh, if salt was ever spilled, it was no longer able to be used for medicine, and therefore it was gathered up and thrown over the left shoulder in order to, in, in order to blind the evil spirits that were said to constantly follow people around. It's so fascinating. Yeah. I still do that. I mean, like, I, I can't remember the last time I spilled salt, but I definitely, like, tossed it over my left shoulder, you know? Yep. Because, you know what? Even if you don't believe in it, what's the harm? Yeah. <laughs> Have you some know? fun. Enjoy your yeah. life. Throw the Enjoy salt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, there is an even older reasoning behind the spilled salt superstition. Mm-hmm. In the Da Vinci painting of The Last Supper, Judas is portrayed as having knocked over the salts. Oh. I never noticed. I hadn't I either. Never, 
I never noticed that. That's so crazy. Um, my this led to m- what? Sorry. Um, my great grandmother, um, my mom's grandmother, who was a saint, she mm-hmm. uh, painted a picture of the Last Supper, and it was hanging up in my grandmother's house for years, and it was it was creepy. just so beautiful. Creepy and beautiful at the same time. I love mm-hmm. it. It's my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my sweet spot. Yeah. Okay. So, um, this led to many as seeing this, to seeing the spilling of salt as a bad omen and something that was likely to cause bad luck, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, salt was known to make a soil, to make soil barren for a long length of time, which is true. Yeah. Uh, lots of Romans and Trojans and whatever, like they would conquer places and then they would salt the earth, Mm -hmm. which meant that nothing would grow there. Um, so then all the refugees had to move to the city of the conqueror. Well, also, but also that's kind of stupid. You'd think that if you're getting all this land, land, yeah, yeah, you you would want, yeah, you would want to use it to bring in more, um, money for your land. Like, (laughs) which is fair and also shows, uh, what the actual motivation was, which was let's kill all the dudes and rape all the women. Mm hmm. Yay! That's all it was. Woo! Yep. Fucking patriarchy. Okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, so salt was known to make the soil soil barren for a long length of time, and uh, this was this is the basis for the belief that spilling salt is akin to cursing the land. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Uh, the Romans had their own beliefs about salt. Uh, they believed that it was a symbol of friendship because of its lasting quality, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Also. And is fascinating. And aren't um, we called the salt of the earth? Yeah, like you're the salt of the earth, or mm-hmm. and it's also it's used to preserve meats. Yeah, I mean it's just it's 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 a deep metaphor. Um, so, however, it was very expensive in Roman times, mm-hmm. um, and it was useful. For, it was useful for preserving food. Um, if someone so if someone spilled salt on the table, it was considered to be very ominous. In contrast, it was considered precipitous, precipitous. Yep. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Happy? We'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> to spill wine on the table. Oh, uh, I would be pissed. Of course, it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> over the centuries, oop, lost my place. Um, over the centuries, there have been numerous accounts and ratings from historians that. Relate the bad omens associated with spilling salt. In addition, since the Roman Catholic Church used salt to make holy water, it also had religious significance, which made spilling it a bad omen. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fascinating? It is. I love these. So fascinating. I love this shit. Okay, here's another one. You ready? Mm-hmm. Changelings. Ooh, I actually just wrote a short story on changelings. This goes deep into the culture and the history of the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. This is this is my people. So <laughs> this is deep into Scottish and Irish history. Mm-hmm. So change, changelings. Uh, one prevalent superstition in medieval Britain was the fear that a child could be taken and replaced with a changeling, which had to do with the fairies and things like that. Yeah. Um, today, this is believed to have arisen out of a need to explain child illnesses that came on suddenly. I mean, of course. Or children that were born with deformities. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Um, one of the stories of the changeling 
comes from the tale of a blacksmith who noticed one day that his son suddenly, out of nowhere, became lethargic and was wasting away. Oh. The, black- the blacksmith was told that his son was taken and replaced with a changeling. To prove it, he was told to put water into empty eggshells and place them around the fire. The child then sat up and spoke in the voice of the changeling, stating that he had lived for centuries and had never seen something like that. Oh, shit. Isn't that creepy? Oh, that's in a chill down my spine. <laughs> I don't like yeah, that. I just thought of that. I was like, you're home alone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the blacksmith then threw the changeling into the fire. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the way it was, was like, oh, like, you, if your child changes this way, then you go and take it back to the fairies. Yeah. You know, um. What if your kid's just fucking with you and you threw him in the fire? No, it was a baby, honey. (laughs) It it was bad. It it was definitely a way to, to to explain childhood illness, but. It could also have been supernatural in nature as well. Like, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, no. But um, this is definitely touched on an outlander as well. And it's really fascinating. So um, uh, the blacksmith then threw the changeling into the fire. The man journeyed into the land of the fairies with his Bible and the fairies, unable to harm him due to the Bible. Mm -hmm. And and they returned his son. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. There were a number of strange tests that people performed to try and see if their child was a changeling. They typically involved doing something so strange that it would draw the changeling out in surprise. (laughs) Me. One test was to place a shoe in a bowl of soup. (laughs) If the baby laughed, it was a changeling. (laughs) Or it was human. Or it was me. Um... (laughs) Also, making bread inside of eggshells was said to be so amusing to changelings that it would cause them to expose themselves, which is super fucking weird. Yeah. Um, even, even as late as the 19th century, the belief in changelings prevailed. Yeah. Which is not that long ago. No. Nope. By the way. Um, some scholars suggested have suggested that changelings may have been used as a way to explain autistic children especially since the changes can come on quickly oh when a child's behavior and verbal skills rapidly declined or changed it was blamed upon the doings of the changeling which i mean we're in medieval times so yeah that makes sense it is so sad that's uh, awful people yeah people they didn't know yeah you know so, okay. So today in history, but not really today. So, uh, in his, sorry, that must be all of them. Is that all of them? Was that six? Yeah, I think that was six. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I was like, this next part doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay. Woo! That was the beginning of another article. Okay, so yay! That's I awesome. That was super fun. Yeah. Are you pretty superstitious? I mean, I I think that you are, but just like, do I you? I am, yeah. Okay, just, I'm I'm pretty Scottish in nature, so. <laughs> and as someone of the theater, yeah, I'm pretty superstitious. <laughs> do you do you have any that like aren't on that list that come to mind for you? 
Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I still to this day will not say the name of the Scottish play that that Shakespeare wrote, particularly in an area that I am performing in. Oh, yeah. Um the the belief was that the witches in that in that play uh were actually performing incantations. Oh. And it's still a part of the show. I've never seen a seen a production of that play that didn't involve a ton of fucking malfunctions. Oh wow. So many malfunctions. Uh they put it on at and I'm not going to fucking say it because I'm just not and this is our performance space. Yeah. So um uh, those of us it's the Scottish play. Um so uh they they did a performance of it at Western while I was in college and I went and saw it and it was amazing mm-hmm. and but there were so many things that were wrong. People get injured. Um, most of the time people die. Oh, there's one person that dies, um, generally. And, uh, there, a lot of injuries inc- occur, uh, lots of, um, I'm trying to think, uh, like lots of just technical difficulties occur and, and, and just like bad, like people will blink on their lines, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just bad luck, you know? And, um, it's also said that if you say the name of that play in an auditorium before you are performing your play, you will bring that curse upon your play as well. Oh. And I've seen it happen. So, hey. <laughs> wow, shit. Yeah. Um, uh, we used to counteract it because my kids used to fuck with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, we used to counteract it by saying three lines from it, any other Shakespeare play and spinning around three times. Oh. Turning to your left. Nice. <laughs> I um That was my own little incantation that we came up with. <laughs> um I don't have anything nearly that terrifying that I can think of like off the top of my head. Um I mean it definitely knock on wood. Yeah. You know? I do too. Yeah. My my mom like Yeah, my mom will yell at me to knock on wood like that. Yeah. My mom doesn't understand how superstitious she is and how she's ingrained that in me, which is kind of cool. <laughs> Um, my family, so my funny. family is full of witches and they don't even know that they're witches. Um, yeah. but I, yeah. my main, um, my main thing that I do, um, this is kind of silly. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why I do this, but anytime I eat a fortune cookie before I even read the fortune, um, I have to break it and I have to eat seven parts then read the fortune, then finish the cookie, or else the fortune oh, wow. doesn't apply to me. Um, I've always heard, um, for fortune cookies, I've always heard that you're supposed to receive your fortune, mm-hmm. which means, like, if you go out to eat, um, which is silly, because fortune cookie cookies are American-made, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just one of those things, like, I've always heard that you should receive your fortune, mm-hmm. not take it, so, um... It's like like when Josh and I go out to eat, we hand each other our fortune cookies. Ooh. You know? Yeah. And then we we read them to each other. It, it's just really that's that's our that's our thing. Yeah, like I I mean I've of course been given fortune cookies, but they don't do that at the restaurant that I normally go to. So they just <laughs> they have a basket of them and you can take from that if you, you want. You take them. Yeah, that's that's yeah. how it is where we are too. Mm-hmm. That's why we just take too, and then like when we're ready like whoever pulls them out of the bag mm-hmm. we just we hand them to each other oh that's just that's the way we go or whoever like if we go and eat at the place because mm-hmm. it's a chinese buffet or whatever and they bring your fortune cookies to you uh-huh. um we 
we hand them like I'll I'll pick up one and he'll pick up one and we hand them to each other. Oh, I like that. It's yeah. Is it, that, that's what I've always heard. Yeah. I, uh, seven is a very powerful number, so yeah. I understand where you're going with that one. But yeah. I mean, uh, even though yeah, they're the Scottish play one is my biggest and deepest superstition. Yeah, yeah, because I've seen it multiple times. <laughs> 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 I also, I mean, I get. I think I've walked under a ladder, but like I kind of try to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't know. I. Uh, I'm just deeply Scottish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much. Like, for Samhain, I really, I, oh, God. What's really upsetting me is that I, we need to mark the doorway. Mm-hmm. But I'm not willing to kill something and get blood from it to mark it. So, oh, no, no, no. There's that. Well, I uh, mean, do you, if you get... If you get ways to protect the house, but I can do it with holy water. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's it's so reminiscent of uh, the Egyptian plagues. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's it's definitely a part of uh, of of Scottish Samhain anyway, Mm -hmm. Um, which we're 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 mostly gravitating towards Irish. But um, yeah, it's I don't know. It's just one of those things. Yeah. Yeah, I just love it. So tell us your superstitions because you don't know everything. And (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, please tell us. Particularly if you're not white (laughs) because that's all we know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, Tell us everything. Like, it's so fucking fascinating. I love this. I love superstitions. I think it it just shows so much about a culture. Yeah, I I think so too. Fascinating and so cool. And uh, yeah, yeah, I just love it. So happy Halloween, happy Samhain, yeah. Blessed be, and remember, you are not a monster. <laughs> Bye, Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcrooked.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout-out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time. <laughs>